mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Dolson himself. Pete, how you doing? What's going on? I'm going, I'm, I'm going terribly, actually, Chris. Um, it's very oh, early no. in the morning here in, in London, and uh, I've run out of um, bigger juice fruit punch, uh, which is a drink that I was addicted to <laughs> when I moved down to London about 20 years ago, and uh, it's basically it's a very sugary Jamaican um, pop or soda, <laughs> and um, I discovered that the shop uh, down the road sells it in huge quantities, and I bought it in huge quantities, uh, but I've drank every single last bottle of it, um, and it's made me very sad that it's all gone. <laughs> it looks dis- it looks absolutely disgusting. I've never seen it's that in beautiful. my life. beautiful. It's bright red. It tastes of... I mean, it just says fruit punch. I mean, God knows what's in it, but I am absolutely addicted to the potassium sorbates, the uh, gum acacia, the glycerol uh, ester of wood resin. Good God, man, that's terrible. <laughs> Either way. That doesn't sound if... good. No, Bloody it doesn't hell. sound good, but it tastes good, and that's the main thing. So, uh, yeah, I'm upset about the lack of bigger juice in my life, uh, but I'm happy about everything else. <laughs> when I was uh, over in America last year, didn't like the chess boxing thing, I did a live mm. stream with Ludwig and Connor around mm. Ludwig's house, and we ate every american cereal there ever was and ever is right and fuck me the things that go in those cereals <laughs> it was pretty scary it was like trisodium I, I... phosphate and all this horrible like <laughs> so delicious i love lucky charms those marshmallows are great but my god yeah. if i had children i wouldn't let them anywhere near the cereals in america it's, it's weird isn't it i mean there is like uh, the food standards over there the old um usda is it usda or fda i can't remember either way foods food usda do, do yeah usda right okay so usda certified lean i'm a man um song, killers. Like it, it. they are um it is a good song absolute banger late, a late career banger from the killers um i would say that uh we we complain about um, here in, in, in Britain about, you know, the EU overreach and stuff, and, and that's kind of why Brexit happened, and that's why we're no longer in the EU. But good Benny God, Bananas, Pete. Bring back Benny Bananas. 
their food safety standards are uh, way better than <laughs> some of the stuff you see in America. Bless them. Like so, like you, you have massive limitations about what you can do food-wise over there. Chlorinated chicken. They can't guarantee. Give my chlorinated American chicken. The food, the food standards. Um, but yeah, I mean, wow. Uh, but uh, but the, but but what I would say for American stuff is it tastes better than anything in the world. The Lucky Charms. The cereals you get in, in in like a buffet breakfast uh, in a in a sort of rundown hotel motel hotel uh, in in America they're just they're just better they just know how to do breakfast better than us. I think America's better in general, Pete. Mm. But <laughs> now, I, 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 I'm sort thinking I'm sort thinking like like my idea of like a Japanese breakfast um, for for the, all the good it does yeah is is Natsuki having a cigarette and a coffee. <laughs> yes, Sig. What was Natsuki's breakfast? One cigarette, one coffee. And one more cigarette, right? And one more cigarette, yeah. What a, what a breakfast. I mean, that to be guy, fair, that guy's that's pooping. a good breakfast. <laughs> that breakfast will kick you into high gear. I've done it, it a will, few yeah. times, and you, you yeah. do feel like you take on the world. But <laughs> I feel like I'm, I feel like a weight has been lifted, a big oh. weight. It's called Journey Across Japan. It's finally oh. done. Fucking yes, it's over. Did you have a post, a post edit cigarette? <laughs> I, no, but I feel like I should have one now. Right, I can't believe okay. it's over. I'm so happy. Now I can actually do fun things again. Not to mm. say the last episode wasn't good. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but we visited the uh, first ever apartment that we lived in, in a uh, broad Japan. First three awesome. years in Sakta. And it was really trippy. We tried to get in there last year, um, but the person mm. who was living there was like, I don't know who you are. I don't want a camera in my apartment. Right. And I was like, fair enough. Fair and dude, then when I, I announced, well, yeah, when I announced that we were doing Journey Across Japan, the uh, the guy living in there now, American dude called John, lovely guy, he was like, yeah, come on over, come film it. And he let us in, and it was trippy as hell, going back to yeah. where it all began. Trippy. Did, did, does he feel kind of, um, does he feel like he lives in like John Lennon's house? <laughs> does he feel like <laughs> That's this, a pretty this hole in the wall? This hole in the wall, Chris made a rudimentary glory hole for himself. <laughs> Just kind of like looking, walking around the house, looking and looking at what you might have done to it. Modifications. Well, he's certainly <laughs> kept a few. Th- oh, he's kept the Kotatsu wooden table, and he's kept okay. the old TV, and he's kept the mirror. So mm. it like the, oh. the and the kitchen area all look the same. He got rid of the um, the ironing board, which I used to make my rudimentary dinners on chicken and camembert. <laughs> Because uh, he, he got like a proper working space for for pre- mm. preparing food, but like for the most part, yeah, it was almost as if it had been untouched, and it was really trippy. The first time I'd been back there in nine years, it was so it was That's surreal. Awesome. I was kind of like, and he's got my position at the school as well, so he's basically inherited every facet you. of my life in those first three oh years. Oh my god, this Should is trade like a film. It's a single white female. What, what's the one where like somebody just takes over somebody's uh, somebody's world? Somebody's uh, life, somebody's identity. Freaky Friday. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Sorry, but not no, but it. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it'd be cool to do like switch lives, switch lives for a week. I think I, I very I do, quickly want to be I back do in have Tokyo. Like, I, do you ever have like fantasies where you sort of go, oh, God, I wish I could go back to when I was like, you know, 22 or whatever. Um, and then, oh, and, yeah. and, and you know, and, and make different decisions. And, and, you know, I'd probably do things a little bit more in a more refined way. Um, I, but then I do sort of think about like most of the time when I was that age, I was like, nah, I'll, I'll stay here, thanks. Go on, house. <laughs> Should have stayed working at that monkey zoo. Should exactly. have stayed at the zoo. Yeah, <laughs> I probably would have done a bit more work. I, pro- I mean, I wasted an astonishing amount of time for a man who didn't really have access to regular internet. <laughs> like, I don't know how I managed to 
waste so much bloody time. <laughs> I mean, I, I went back and I was like, I, I did kind of think, wouldn't it be cool to go back and relive those first three years? Like Japan was mm. such a an enigma, such a mystery to me at the time because I could never really travel and explore the country, right? You'd only get like mm. weekends off and you can't really go yeah. very far on a weekend mm. when you live that remote. So yeah. it was kind of like very exciting. And now I've done literally everything in Japan. I've met like the biggest rock star, the biggest film star. I've been to every prefecture, climb Mount mm. Fuji twice. I've done everything you know, on paper anyway, except perhaps fluently master Japanese or learn a martial art. There's still time. There's except- still time find himself <laughs> he's done everything the one thing he couldn't find in japan was himself was himself <laughs> that's, that should have been the tagline for the for the important japan book yes <laughs> he did back. make his own glory hole well <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I i think uh the only thing i'll say is like i don't regret what happened after my life there in sakata mm. i'd like to rewind it go back and relive it and yeah. and whatnot but i don't regret what happened afterwards i think things have turned out pretty damn well for the most part i don't know why i changed really no mm. i don't know i think i had a good run but we're still, it's not taller. over yet it's not over yet i did and also in that same episode the last journey across japan episode i was handcuffed to american pete for a mm. day in the snowiest Sexy. town in all of japan which you should never do i don't know why we had that challenge that well, just simply day. because if you slip if you slip over you die. You're taking the other person down with you. In the there snow. was one point. I think it wasn't on camera, but there was one point where I think Pete slipped or I slipped, and there was a we're in this town called Ginzan, this magical Hayao Miyazaki, mm. Hayao Miyazaki-esque town, and it's mm. all snowing hard as hell, and like there's a beautiful steamy river throughout. And Pete nearly took a tumble into it, and I nearly went with him. Good. And luckily, I managed to get my footing at the last moment. But that would have been a very different end to journey across japan being yeah. airlifted to yamagata <laughs> general hospital still chained still chained to pete <laughs> <laughs> we can't get the chain off we can't get it off it's fused forever try having to do an operation with like two of you in there like siamese twins we can't separate them <laughs> we're gonna have to kill one of them but i uh i'm really happy with our it's it's done let's never speak of journeys across japan ever again let's let's never do that um <laughs> Don't regret doing it there. It was fun. It was fun. Mm. We got a story this week from Dallas. That's a cool one. Dallas. Dallas. From Long awesome. Beach, California. Hello, affable Chris and laughable Pete. I arrived in Japan around the end of November 2022, and as a newbie, I just quickly found myself looking for a local watering hole. I knew this would be a difficult endeavour, as my Japanese is middling at best. Uh, and I was with three friends, which might present a problem, given the smaller bars within the famed Golden Guy district. Seeing a sign in English that said Outlander Bar, we popped in, immediately seeing a guy in his late 20s with short hair, a goatee, and enough tattoos to make a colouring book jealous. Was it Pete Donaldson? Uh, the bartender <laughs> motioned for us to sit and told us that Crazy Tanaka-san was en route. <laughs> Crazy Tanaka-san. Fuck it. It was like an announcement for a circus act uh, that you just can't miss. And so we stayed put, rightly so. In strides a middle-aged man with glasses and a full three-piece suit. Not the image of crazy, as his name suggested. He looked ready to negotiate a crime deal, not join a shindig at a snug bar. After claiming and downing his usual poison, he then turned his gaze my way. You, American, speak English. It dawned on me at this moment that we may have picked the wrong bar. Here I was in a foreign <laughs> land, in a room filled with the misfits of Japan, and I was sure our group would go missing before sunrise. As I quickly learned, though, he wasn't crazy in the Quentin Tarantino sense, but earned the title through drinking crazy amounts of alcohol. 
<laughs> it's not crazy. It's just an alcoholic offering me beer after beer. He told me his stories of traveling the world. He just so happened to be uh, a diplomat, not a crime boss. At the stroke of 2 a.m. with a wink and a nod, crazy Tanaka-san bid us farewell and disappeared into the night. When I went to pay my tab, it was already settled. Tanaka-san had paid for all the drinks. It was everything I wanted in a night out, and I felt so lucky to have had such a memorable night. Thank you, guys. Love the podcast. Dallas from Long Beach. He survived an encounter with crazy Tanaka-san. Tanaka-san. I like that, because, like, it it could have gone either way. Like, Tanaka-san, why is he so crazy? Um, Because he's very in debt. He keeps on paying for everyone's drinks. (laughs) It sounds like a a 65-year-old British man's impression of, like, what a Japanese person would like. Oh, I met a man who's like crazy Tanaka-san, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird... That's great, though. I love his, his... He wasn't so much crazy as a raging alcoholic. He just downed yeah. a formidable amount of beer. Mm. <laughs> what just the absolutely f- get it down, yeah. <laughs> I want to find this place. He didn't really... Where was it? It was in uh, Golden Guy, so... Outlander Bar. I think I don't know whether these bars sort of change hands um, very, very quickly, but they, 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 every time you walk past one, it seems to have changed name, ownership, <laughs> and there's even fewer chairs in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing if I can find it. It is there. Oh, wow, it is there mm. on um, on Google. 3.3 uh, 3 stars out of five with only three let's reviews. Get some, let's guess. <laughs> I wonder if Tanaka-san is. If you, <laughs> when we bash through the news story, I'll see if uh, there's any see if there's any reviews talking about Tanaka-san. Oh, well, yeah, a review. It's a review. I found one, right? It's a, it's a review from Joanne, yeah. who gives it one star out of five. This was oh, four months ago, fairly recent. And she says, the guy who runs this place is incredibly rude. He kept rushing us <laughs> and other customers to finish our drinks and order more or leave. We spent 6,000 yen for, th- 6, for three whiskey shots in 45 minutes. Uh, we found right. out later these should only have cost about eight to a th- 800 yen to 1,000 yen each. The other customers walked out as well um and then the next one's like the best bar i've been to in shinjuku samurai ask for samurai style i it was run by the coolest man in tokyo so. samurai style is another man who comes around and he's he's drinks less but he's way more intense tanaka-san in uh, in a fitting tanaka-san. costume tanaka-san is it 6000 I mean, yen for three whiskey shots is that absolutely obscene not london well, prices it's, that's cheap for london i think <laughs> if i mean Shinji, like Golden Guy is like Golden a Guy's price. expensive as hell anyway. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's called like uh-huh. walkthrough, but I don't really drink there apart from mm. bar deathmatch in hell where the prices are reasonable and the guy's really cool. And there's like right. a disfigured Yoda in the corner. But like, mm. I, I I recommend Golden Guy to like walk through and be wowed by the atmosphere, but I'm not so mm. sure on the bars. I did go to a good one with um, Connor and Pete on mm. uh, one of their live shows, but yeah, you just got to be... Lucky. Just do your homework. Look at some reviews. Mm. Bar Outlander. See if you any of you guys have been to Bar Outlander and met Crazy Tanaka San. Let us know. Send us a send us an email or a comment in the uh, mm. YouTube comments below. But this week's news story involves identity, uh, and it involves a goddamned competition that I loathe called Miss Japan. Uh, Pete, fill us in. What's going on in Japan this week? Identity and Miss Japan. Pretty ladies, there have been racial barriers and it's been challenging to be accepted as Japanese, said a tearful Carolina Shino uh, in impeccable Japanese after she was crowned Miss Japan on Monday. 
Uh, a 26-year-old model who was born in Ukraine moved to Japan at the age of five and was raised in Nagoya. She's the first naturalized Japanese citizen to win the pageant. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but her <laughs> victory has reignited a debate on what it means to be Japanese. Uh, while some recognize her victory as a sign of the times, others have said she does not look like a Miss Japan should. Um, her win comes nearly 10 years after uh, the model uh, Ariana Miyamoto became the first biracial woman to be crowned Miss Japan in 2015. Back then, with a Japanese mother and African-American father. Miss Miyamoto's victory raised questions about whether a person mixed race uh, should be or could be uh, eligible to win the competition. Uh, Miss Shino, who, who has won um, the, uh, the, the Miss Japan uh, on Monday, uh, has no Japanese parentage and it's upset some on social media. Is this just a storm in a teacup, though? Is it one of those things where about three people comment and the Daily Mail just gets a whole <laughs> piece out of it and it further kind of accentuates what the objections actually are. Um, mm. I'm not going to go... Uh, to be honest, I'm not going to go through all of the posts on X slash Twitter um, about people questioning whether this woman is Japanese or not. That's not for anyone to decide apart from the woman himself. Uh, and so it, it does raise interesting questions, not about biological identities, but it certainly raises, how, raises questions about how far um, Japan's come when it comes to people who aren't um, strictly... Uh, biologically mm. born and bred uh, through uh, some kind of genetic connection to the Japanese uh, people, I suppose. Um, it's 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 a it's a difficult one, isn't it, Chris? I mean, to be honest, if you were going to sort of um, when I came to the story and I just saw the headlines, I was like, I mean, if you're going to make um, uh, 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 a beautiful person in a lab, um, Japanese Ukrainian, you'd pr- you wouldn't go far wrong, would you? I mean, you stick some Iranian <laughs> in there, maybe. Because uh, people from Iran are usually beautiful, but like, yeah, I mean, like, you'd be like, well, that, that sounds about right. But I mean, Doctor Donaldson's let, test fit... tube, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is Put this? a little bit. Of... I'm going to do like a sort of seventies disco song <laughs> about me, uh, about me making the perfect beautiful woman. <laughs> I put a little bit of Iranian in the in the tube. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 an anach- it's an anachronistic uh, product, Miss World, Miss Japan, all that shite. Um, it's it doesn't um, further anything. Think, it's quite yeah. tedious, but in this sense, maybe it'll help um, hold up a mirror to um, what, what what the Japanese think is um, is uh, is who Japanese who people are Japanese who are Japanese and who are not Japanese. Effectively, um, I, I suggest they're probably not as advanced uh, on that particular note as uh, as the rest of the world because they're they're an island nation and they are very protective. An island of the nation. Who, We're an island live, nation. Living there. We are. Yeah, we're just as bad as them. That's the point. We're just as bad as them. Well, it's different, isn't it? Like, Japan, you know, such a large proportion of the country are homogenous, 95% plus, mm. 98%. Whereas also, we have, we have taken over... Uh, our empire has taken over most of the world and claimed it as our own. So I mean, we we've bought, had influences we built, for a long we time. We built a railroad, Pete. We built a railroad. <laughs> we built a, for the peoples yeah, of the world to steal the Enjoy. treasure quicker. Enjoy. Awful, awful people. Um... I, it's just a stupid topic. Like, on the one hand, I think you can cover it from both angles. Number one, mm. of course, most Japanese people are going to be like, is it political, uh, Ukrainian, mm. Japanese national winning? Uh, because most Japanese people support Ukraine and what's going on there. So there's already a political mm. aspect. But I think if you ask most Japanese people, they wouldn't see her as Japanese. She's been here since five. Uh, both her parents are Ukrainian, but she moved here with her mum who married a, remarried yeah. a Japanese guy. Um, speaks Japanese fluently, thinks like a Japanese person by all means, but mm. it all comes down to blood, doesn't it, right, in Japan and appearance. Appearance and blood are mm. the most important things. Like, 
there, there can be a bit of a pick and cheese element to it sometimes. Like Naomi Osaka, um, the incredible tennis player, like she's she looks Japanese, uh, she but she's not overly fluent at Japanese, and she only picked up her passport age twenty two. But most Japanese would sort of say, "Yeah, of course she's Japanese." Also helps she's one of the <laughs> yeah. world's best tennis players. That kind of oh, looks yeah. good I mean, for the like, country as well. Like, you know, naturalised like Brazilian citizens have always kind of been quite good at football, and and mm. and, and, and a lot of like, countries will just claim a lot of decent Brazilian football as mm. as as, uh, as their as their own. And as they, they have every bloody right to be naturalised citizens and naturalised citizens for a reason. You you put the time in. It's meaningless mm. wherever you get dropped on this earth. It's kind of a. I've had different feelings on this story, but I think, of course. Feathers are going to be ruffled, you know. I, of course, most, I think a lot of Japanese people over 40, 50 are going to be like, oh, she's not Japanese then, on the one hand. Mm. And yeah, I think my main takeaway though is why the fuck is Miss Japan still a th- What Miss World, Miss Universe? I hate them all. What a load of absolute crap. They always crap. look the same as well. I mean, I, just, I, don't, I don't like to comment on people's features or appearances, but they just look so. They look like they've been grown in a lab as it. disgust. They look like they've been created with a little sort of RPG and like the, any kind of deviation <laughs> from the normal kind of like, you know, 1970s idea of what it is to look like a woman is like yeah. on an RPG kind of character creator. Yeah, Just good a couple point. Of, couple of notches up and down. They all look the same. They all look the same. It's <laughs> like, let's get the women out like cattle on a stage in swimsuits and like they don't really get into... Have they done anything good? Have they achieved anything good? It's like, oh, they just look good, isn't it? It's a swimsuit. And they I like that one that was shouting, um, a fucking France! Barbie doll. Remember that one? <laughs> Remember the <laughs> woman? There was like, there was like a Miss, the Miss World from last year, I think. Everyone was just sort of going, saying their names. And the, and the <laughs> Miss France just went, France! <laughs> like in a really crazy <laughs> style. She became a meme for a while. That was quite fun. What? I hate, I just hate it. I think it's just, a lot of trash and it's outdated. I I love it, Chris. Place. I think it's sexy. <laughs> You're part of the problem. I think it's I think it's really sexy. Wow. Do you These remember robot women coming on talking about well paced and then turning around? Yeah, I think right, that's yeah. really hot. <laughs> Toss out a few lines about how well paced is important. Do a spin in a swimsuit. Job. France. Absolute shit. Like, do you remember the uh, the viral video from like 2007, Miss Teen mm. America? Who is uh, this? Is the my favourite video, I think, on YouTube ever. She's asked about American geography. Have you ever seen that clip? Right. It's called Miss no, Teen oh, USA Pageant, right, okay. 2007. Right? The person on stage went to, she comes up and I have to ask, like, what, I have to answer one question about world peace mm. or some generic geographical, geopolitical bullshit. And someone yeah. went, recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the US on a world map. Why do you think this is? And then uh, the girl in question, Lauren, had <laughs> gave the most fucking convoluted nightmarish answer she said i personally believe that u.s americans are unable to do so because some people out there in our nation don't have maps and i believe that our education like such as in south africa and the iraq and everywhere like such as and i believe they should our education over here in the u.s should help the u.s and should help south africa and should help iran and the asian countries so we'll be able to build up our better future like it sounds, it it's like, like a robot it like has ChatGBT. like yeah. it does a shit version of ChatGPT like carved up six different speeches about well peace and just mixed mm. it up into one so like magnetic uh, words you get on the fridge <laughs> she's doing that one that one that one that one, that one. <laughs> i just love the way it's she sort of just suddenly went in south africa and iraq and everywhere like the asian countries like what are you on about what's that no you had all summer to figure out what you are it's that, it's that tim robinson <laughs> sketch 
You can't just turn up and just make and just make stuff up. Write it beforehand for crying out. Yeah, but I mean they're just kids. They're just kids. They're just kids who've never been asked to do anything because you know because you look a certain way and that you've been forced into this kind of pigeonhole that that that, that you just you just panic and just word soup comes out. I know I, mm. I know that's what I do and I ain't pretty. Get Pete Donaldson, on Mr. World. 2024. Yes, Mr. World. Getting Why is well-peace important, Pete? Why is well-peace important? Oh, because fucking missiles are expensive, aren't they? Rubbish. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> just blokes look, looking down tubes going, yeah, this is a good missile. This will make a real mess. <laughs> that's, that's how that's I imagine people on, people on nuclear subs. <laughs> nuclear subs out there. They look down the pipes and go, yeah, it's good. Big, big tube. Going to make a big mess. <laughs> That's on par with Miss Teen America's speech, to be honest. My God. But uh, you do do yourself one treat today. Go and look up that viral video. Mm. It's a cracker. Yeah. We'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in The Facts Machine. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. And we're back with a fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Dawson, fill us in. Dear ChatGPT Chris and Python Pete, my husband and I will be travelling to Japan in three weeks. It will be our first time, and I'm excited, but also a bit overwhelmed. And your podcast has been a tremendous help. Doesn't sound like us, Chris. Uh, I plan to keep a travel diary or scrapbook th- during our journey and recently read about different types of stamps. You can collect at train station, temples, and some stores. How hard is it to find such stamps? Do you have a particular favourite spot to get them? Maybe any other recommendations for flat collectibles and keepsakes to stick in a notebook? I love the podcast. Keep the great work. Marissa from the Netherlands. Um, I think on a recent episode, you and Charlotte was collecting some somewhere. Yeah. I know I... 
I collected some on um, on Rabbit Island, and um, you sometimes you see them in Seven Elevens for some reason. Rabbit Island stamp book. Rabbit Is it a chemical? Was it the stamp book of the chemical weapons factory built on the other side <laughs> yeah, of the just island? Just a bit. Just a Charla bit. does have. <laughs> yeah, she's got a stamp book. Neko Neko stamp book. She made it herself, and she. To be honest, I'm not somebody who gets excited about stamps. Right, clearly, I, mm. I'm a grumpy, horrible man. And yet, when I see Charla crack out a stamp, like every Michinoeki roadside stop in Japan is like a stamp, and they're pretty elaborate and quite good. I'm always amazed by them. I can't remember the one we had in the weird train station in the video. It was the one where Charla and I had to trade accents for a day. But right. yeah, she found a, a cool stamp, and I, I, I it's, it's cool. Cool, collect the stamps, isn't it? It's cool. Collect Travel the Japan, collect I, I, all the stamps. It's a... But it is if you if you're going handling a journey like I went uh, to Japan recently. Um, I Ooh, it's it's, it's it's a really nice little kind of um, it's a nice little kind of uh, keepsake that that doesn't mm. um, doesn't break the bank when you uh, head to head to the um, airport. Absolutely, go and get some stamps. We've got one here from Amanda from mm. Canada. He says, "LA Chris and Pete, I've always wanted to visit Japan, but I have severe health anxiety and panic." Disorder, which makes me have multiple panic attacks a day, therefore making travel very difficult. Oh, My lordy. question is, how is mental illness treated in Japan? And do you have any tips for people who want to visit, uh, who have panic attacks, or any sort of mental illness? Thanks, Amanda from Canada. Uh, sorry to hear that, Amanda. That can't be fun. Mm. I mean, I, uh, I, my, I often have anxiety stuff, and if I'm on a plane, I, I more than once I panic. Um, but to have it on that level must be horrendous. And mm. I, okay, yeah, I mean. Mental illness in Japan was, yeah, it's, it's almost as uh, awful a topic as the the question of identity in Japan as a as a mm. foreigner who's lived here 25 years, whatever. Um, I'd say, yeah, honestly, I don't know. How, how would you visit Japan with such an illness? My advice would be, you know, come with friends and family, uh, mm. probably take some some tablets before getting on the plane. Like I knew a guy who had really bad anxiety and he would take something that would like knock him out on a plane ride and he'd mm. magically wake up at the other end. Um, again, I'm not Dr. Chris. Always take no. my advice with a pinch of salt. But I'd say come here with friends and family. If you, if you really want to do it, plan everything out to a T, all the hotels, all the transport, all the getting around. Because, yeah, if you are an anxious traveler, Japan can be quite anxiety-inducing. I think the, the greatest anxiety people have is around kind of uh cultural etiquette and cocking up and doing something that might offend people but you don't have to worry about that honestly uh i've never met anyone and also, I think... who's traveled here and and sort of done anything like that unless they've actually actively been a dickhead like a youtuber mm. paying not paying on a train or causing mayhem in a restaurant as happened last year but like for an everyday mm. traveler you really don't have much to worry about I, th I think that in many ways um like a lot of social anxieties come from Again, not a doctor, but for in in my experience, a lot of social Dr. anxieties are, are, are kind of people thinking about what other people are thinking of them, effectively. And there is a mm. certain anonymity in the city, uh, in in such a bustling kind of um, uh, place. Um, obviously, if you've got like you know agoraphobia or, or, or all of those things that all of that 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 that, that good stuff that, that that really um makes life difficult when it comes to um, mm. travel um that obviously um the big cities aren't aren't the place for you but i think when you've got social anxieties about about saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing there is a certain anonymity to a big city um where nobody knows who you are 
Um, so there's probably something to be said for that as well. Um, but again, not knowing precisely what where your anxiety lies would be difficult to sort of say, you know, give you any kind of um, advice or coping mechanisms. And good God, you don't come to here for um, <laughs> anxiety <laughs> so coping mechanisms. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, I hope you get there, Amanda. I, I realise um, it's a massive undertaking, but just just is, don't yeah. don't, um, don't put too much pressure on yourself and and. Uh, use the strategies that you've presumably perfected over the years to, to, to get out of here because at the end of the day, food's bloody good. <laughs> <laughs> that it is, that it is. I hope mm. you're able to uh, come over, Amanda, uh, mm. with some time and planning. Agreed. Hope you're able to do it. Uh, we've got one last here from Riley. He says, hello, guys. Quick question for Chris. Sorry, Pete. I'm finally moving to Japan this May uh, on a working holiday visa and I plan to travel Tohoku and North Japan and Hokkaido extensively the first first two months to hike and check out the local temples and shrines. My question for you is, do you reckon it's a cheaper and better option to hire a car and face the fuel and toll charges rather than take the train buses everywhere? Obviously, I know there's quite a few factors, but if you uh, were to estimate which you think is the cheaper option, I'm just unsure how much road tolls rack up. Thanks, guys. Riley. Um, I would say cheapest way is train and bus, not driving, because to rent a car costs a bit of money. It can cost about eight to eight thousand yen a day, I'd say. To yeah, about eight thousand mm. yen a day, and then there's the tolls on top of that. That could easily come out to another three to four thousand yen a day. The petrol, insurance, mm. all sorts of factors. The only reason I say to hire a car is if you want to go places that are completely inaccessible by um, trains yeah. and buses. Um, like, and a lot of North Japan, you can get around it by train, but you wouldn't want to necessarily because you'd spend a lot of time sitting waiting around at train stations and riding around going the wrong way so i'd say it's less about the kind of cost and more about making the most of your time in japan right um here on your mm. working holiday visa um mm. do what i did get a credit card destroy the credit cards credit card destroy the pay credit it card off. That's it uh, my, my, <laughs> I, i'm a more like when i was a student i like no money and i would always just pay for stuff my credit card and the stupidest thing I ever did, I went to Rome for a weekend with my friends. Spont- spontaneous trip. We were really bored on Friday. Well, let's just go to Rome then. Flew to Rome, rented some scooters, crashed the scooter because some prick cut me up in front of the Vatican and oh, I crashed into a wall and the scooter cost $2,000. The <laughs> the, well, the scooter cost £2,000 yeah. and there was like no insurance or anything. So I had to pay to what was supposed to be like a quick, fun little trip to Rome was the most expensive two days of my life. <laughs> all went on the credit card, and I paid it off eventually, and we all lived happily, happily ever after. ever after. <laughs> no, just such shit advice on the Abroad in Japan podcast from Dr. Chris yeah, and Dr. Pete. don't listen. Dude, anything. Don't listen to us. No, no, no value in this podcast. Just terrible advice all around. Keep the stories, <laughs> questions, comments coming into Abroad in Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys, to whatever again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here to do it again on the Abroad in Japan podcast. Bye for now. Bye-bye. in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com